0: Hello my loves and welcome to the Inside Out podcast. We're gonna dive into a topic that I am so passionate about today and I'm also very aware that I say that all the time but it's because I just adore what I do so I'm passionate about all of it and that is the concept of safety and especially when it comes to choosing the people that we work with on our healing journeys and whenever we are healing from trauma, from past pain, with our relationship with food and obviously that all ties in together with our body image safety is the prerequisite the foundation of everything especially for behaviors such as binge eating such as eating disorders restrictive eating disordered eating everything that encompasses food and body struggles especially they are often shame driven behaviors they are stemming from this place of pain distrust fear wounding shame And when we are in an environment that isn't conducive towards safety, we will just continue in these exact same destructive patterns. And the reason that this topic has come to mind recently is off the back of a couple of conversations with my clients, and especially clients that have worked with personal trainers, even doctors, nutritionists, even therapists, unfortunately. And of course, this isn't to bash an individual industry or even particular people. This is just a common thing I've seen across the board. There are incredible personal trainers, incredible coaches, phenomenal nutritionists, phenomenal doctors, incredible practitioners and professionals in every single industry. And of course, there are also practitioners in every industry that maybe aren't as good, if you will, and aren't as safe when it comes to healing. And it's really important as the client to be aware of what to look out for, to make sure that we are healing in an environment that is conducive towards healing. Rather than just going towards a strategy or maybe a particular type of therapy and thinking this is going to be the thing that helps me. If we are working with a practitioner that isn't safe and doesn't help to breed that safety within us, it's going to be extremely difficult to actually heal with that person, no matter the strategy, no matter the nutritional protocol no matter the type of therapy no matter the doctor's advice that they give you if we don't feel safe it's going to be extremely difficult to heal in that behavior and when I talk about safety I'm not just talking about internal safety which is something that I talk a lot about within my course is self-compassion self-forgiveness great patience self-love and within FFF my main program the first module is the introduction and then the second one before we dive into anything else before we dive into nutrition into limiting beliefs into mindset emotional and nervous system regulation rewiring the brain before any of that is self-forgiveness self-compassion and self-love and it might sound like a woo-woo topic right it doesn't sound practical but it is because again all of these behaviors are often driven by shame when we are holding on to that shame that self-hatred that frustration when we look at our past and we are maybe disgusted or we're embarrassed or we're ashamed of it, when we have all of those uncomfortable emotions that are tied toward what past versions of ourselves have done, we will find it difficult to practice the skill of self-love and genuine, authentic self-love as well. Not just kind of self-love where we're looking in the mirror and we're saying affirmations, but we don't really believe it true authentic self-love where we actually feel that love, that internal love and support and we feel our self-worth for ourselves, that is derived from releasing the shame that we feel towards ourselves. We can't just paint over the shame and the disgust and the embarrassment and the guilt or any other negative, if you will, or uncomfortable emotions that we're trying to almost gloss over and just paint over the paint of self-love, it's going to eventually show through the cracks. We have to heal that internal safety and that shame that we're putting on ourselves all the time. So in terms of internal safety, that is so incredibly important as well, is learning to practice the skill of self-compassion, self-forgiveness, of grace, of patience, of yes, being able to hold ourselves to a standard that is in line with the person that we want to be, and simultaneously, the person that we want to be doesn't berate themselves when they make an inevitable mistake, when they mess up sometimes, when they have learning curves on their journey, it's learning the art of allowing ourselves the grace to be human and simultaneously allowing ourselves the self-loving push to do better if that makes sense we have to have the balance of both but when it comes to safety especially that I want to talk about in this particular podcast I'm referring to external safety yes the internal side of things is incredibly important we can't bypass that we need that but I want to talk about it specifically from the lens of who you choose to work with on your journey and let me put it into an example so one of my clients recently worked with a personal trainer before she started working with me and they were doing three to four sessions a week she was doing calorie counting she's tracking her steps all of the kind of stereotypical things that we think to do in order to achieve a body transformation which was what her goal was but when she went towards her personal trainer and she told her that maybe she'd overeaten on the weekend she'd binged she didn't stick to her calories she hadn't been able to do her steps that week the personal trainer wasn't responding in a safe way. So her responses were very belittling, were very shame-orientated. So things like, well, I can do 20,000 steps a day, so why can't you? And I remember this client coming to me and saying that she'd had a conversation around starting the FFF program with myself, and the personal trainer just couldn't understand why she wanted to stop calorie counting or it wasn't working for her. And the lady that I was working with came to me and said, she just wanted to binge off the back of it. It was like the first week that she'd started FFF and she just wanted to binge because that conversation had made her feel so terrible. She felt frustrated. She felt small. She felt like she'd been told off almost like a school child. And it can bring up all of those past childhood experiences if we do have childhood experience that, that made us feel small or inferior. And we can kind of go in ourselves and we don't feel good enough. And it perpetuates these beliefs that we already might have around ourselves not being good enough not deserving to take up space, not deserving our voice to be heard, feeling like we might be smaller than the people around us. And this is the problem with shaming behaviors is they make us self-sabotage. Whether we're doing it to ourselves or whether somebody else is doing it to us, they make us want to escape that discomfort. And again, it perpetuates these shame-driven behaviors such as binge eating and other shame-driven behaviors like turning to alcohol or porn addiction or drugs or anything that might be a coping mechanism from this place of shame and pain. It just perpetuates this cycle. But we've been conditioned to believe that it's these types of, in quotes, motivational quotes that help us to move forward and that help us to achieve our goals and just grind and hustle. And yes, it might work from a short period of time, but it is so quick to finish. And it doesn't feel good when we're actually on that journey because we're coming from this place of shame and pain. And other examples of maybe shame or unsafe responses that people have typically told me about in the past is when people say things like, oh, seriously, you just you just need to want it more, or you can't keep letting yourself down by this, or what are you even paying for if you're not going to do the work? Those sentences might sound, in quotes, motivational, right? That's typically what we think of as inspiring, motivational, tough love doesn't work. It doesn't work for behaviors that are stemming in shame, And we're usually coming at them from the lens of I'm not good enough or we're broken or there's something wrong with us if we struggle with food or our body image. And when we go towards someone with something that we already feel shame around, like if we've binged, like if we've overeaten, maybe we feel disappointed already if we haven't stuck to the calories that we were supposed to, in quotes. When that isn't met with safety, over time, that will start to, one, make us shut down and not want to talk to that person at all because we don't have that kind of safe response from them so our body will just either ignore it completely we will start to lie to them we will gloss over it we won't reply to their messages and it's all from this lens of protecting ourselves from that unsafe response that we get but also it doesn't actually help us to heal or move forward because now we haven't actually looked at okay cool so you've done this behavior over the weekend let's dig into that and let's see where the missing link was or what came up for you what emotions were underlying that what needs were underlying that and let's actually use it to learn from in order to then move forward closer towards your goal using this approach of you just don't want it bad enough you just need to apply more willpower well i can do this many steps so why can't you two thousand calories is more than enough whatever the response might be not only does it not help because it isn't safe and we need that safety in order to heal But it actually doesn't help us to move forward in any way, shape or form. And it might help us for even a week or two. Like we might be like, okay, I need to get on my game. I need to really buckle down. I need to do better. I need to not let this person down or let myself down. But then eventually the behavior will happen again because it's still stemming from that same amount of shame, that same fear of not wanting to be told off by this person that we're paying, not wanting to be embarrassed or judged. So it's always stemming from this place of pain. And any time we come from this place of pain, we will just continuously find ourselves in the exact same cycle, and it isn't sustainable. There is only so long that we can do something from this place of pain or fear or wounding or shame. Eventually, we will just burn out from that. There's only so long that we can go from a place of adrenaline. So, when it comes to these shame driven responses, we want to really look at it from an objective point of view and go, okay, even though this practitioner might be phenomenal at their job, they might have all of the correct tools or structures, whatever it could be. Is it helpful for me in this environment if I am constantly being shamed around something that I already feel shame around? or constantly being judged for something that I already judge myself around. Instead, we want to be met with that safety. And an example of safety would be, okay, Firstly, I'm so grateful that you've told me, I know it's so difficult to come out about these types of things, especially when it is something that we feel shame around. That is the hardest step, 100%, by the way, is actually getting over that shame hurdle. And even though we have the fear of being judged, doing it anyway, and helping to build that safe relationship where we can talk to our practitioner or our coach about something that is ultimately going to help us to move forward, even if it's uncomfortable, and then recognize, okay, cool. So we've got this behavior. Let's look into it. Firstly, any emotions that you feel are valid. It's okay if you feel disappointed by this. I get it. And also, let's move forward now from this and not just continue to berate ourselves or kick ourselves over it because we can't change anything that's happened in the past. It doesn't matter how many times we continue to beat ourselves up over something. It is not going to change what we've already done. So similar to what I spoke about on the most recent podcast episode last week, it doesn't matter how much we berate ourselves, belittle ourselves, punish ourselves internally or externally i.e. with exercise, nutrition, et cetera. We cannot change what we've already done. So similar to what I spoke about, we accept it. And then we go, okay, cool. Now, what can we learn from this? What do you need? What support can I give you? What can we look at? What can we tweak? What can we work on this week? A lot of the time, we do just need that safe space. I've had clients in the past, a one-to-one client that I work with, and she was terrified. She came on a call and she was so scared. And immediately I could tell that something wasn't quite right. And I was just kind of reaffirming her and just saying, it's okay if there is something that you want to talk to me, equally if you don't feel like right now is the right time we can wait whenever you feel okay to talk about it and she told me something and my first response was insert client's name here because i don't want to say her actual name you're human you're human that's okay and she burst into tears and that in itself that one sentence you're human was such a healing phrase to hear because she never had that safe response from somebody from her parent, from previous practitioners that she'd worked with and i'm talking she'd worked with personal trainers Nutritionist, multiple therapists. She'd worked with everyone that you could think of in different industries, and nobody had ever met her with safety and compassion and love and just basic human respect and understanding. And I want to just firstly mention that oftentimes it's because when we are working with someone that has their own internal shame and self judgment and self loathing, they will just often project that onto other people. Or say, if we're working with somebody that has their own struggles around perfectionism, they often will subconsciously project that onto the people that they're working. So it's not to say that these people are bad people. I don't believe that the vast majority of people are bad people at all. I just think a lot of the time, if we're not aware of our own blind spots as a coach, we can unknowingly project that onto the people that we work with. So it was the first time that she'd been met with safety. And that I truly believe was one of the most important steps for her to actually heal her body image and her binge eating and when I say she had worked with everyone I mean she had tried everything and we were able to stop her binge eating within three weeks and she's now still three years completely binge free and I'm not saying that the safety element was the only thing that we did because of course not we have multiple different tools because binge eating is multifaceted but having that safe relationship having that safe environment is one of the most important foundations in order to truly heal and to create those long-lasting changes So if you are currently working with someone or if you are looking to work with someone into the new year, I really want you to go into it with this in mind. Yes, look at the different things that they focus on, look at the different strategies that they use, look at, do their values align with yours? But most importantly, also look at how do they respond to people? What is their, in quotes, motivational style like? Is it a shame-driven motivational style? Is it a kind of very tough love? And don't get me wrong, sometimes tough love is needed But that's the important part. It's tough love. It's not tough shame. It's not just shame, but in an even more exaggerated tone. It's still coming from this place of, I know what you're capable of, and I'm going to help you rise into the highest version of yourself because I love you and I can see what you are worthy of and what you are deserving of. I'm going to help support you and lift you up rather than I'm going to shame you to try and make you better because that doesn't work, whether we do it to ourselves or whether we do it to somebody else. Shame-driven shame driven behaviors and thoughts and actions and vocabulary does not help to create lasting change so i just wanted to pop on with a quick episode this week because i see it happen time and time and time and time and time again in this industry and it breaks my heart because the thing that you deserve is safety and the thing that you deserve from yourself is self-compassion and self-love and that's all that that part of you that struggles with food that struggles with their binge eating that struggles with their body image that part of you is craving that support from you and you also deserve that type of support and safety externally and a lot of us that have struggled with food or we do struggle with food or we struggle with things like our body image I get so many messages from women that say I just want to speak to someone that gets it like I want to work with someone that gets it because their friends or their family just don't understand it they've never experienced it themselves And while it is such a common struggle, and over 80% of women do struggle with their food, oftentimes we find ourselves in a family or a situation or a group of friends, and we feel like we're the only odd one out, and we feel like we can't go to someone because we have that huge fear of judgment, rejection, embarrassment, the shame that's around that. And if you don't yet have an environment that is safe or other people that you can speak to about it, and you know that it's going to be reciprocal. You know that it's going to be received in a safe way. That is, in my opinion, one of the foundations in order to truly heal. And whether you find that through a friend, whether you reach out to a coach, whether you look for it in a therapist, whoever you choose to work with that aligns with you, where you're going, your values, what you look for in a practitioner, please make sure that they feel safe and your nervous system will know. You will know. Your gut instincts will tell you, is this person safe or not? Do they have my best interests in heart? From a place of love, from a place of compassion not from a place of shame or in quotes army style motivational quotes that they might throw at you every two weeks for example (laughs) that look like you could just find from an Instagram quote somewhere so as you're coming into the new year not only do I want you to think of this if you are looking for somebody to work with I also want you to start practicing this with yourself go into this new year from a place of self-compassion self-love self-acceptance self-worth and watch how everything changes for you in 2023 instead of coming from this place of self-hatred belittling shaming ourselves that will not help you've tried that approach and it clearly doesn't help doesn't help any of us to get anywhere in business in life in family in parenting in our relationship with food it does not help so try and make this year the year that you start to practice the skill of self-compassion and self-forgiveness and moving forward from a place of love and acceptance and safety and watch how everything in your life changes so I hope you found this episode helpful and I would love to hear your experiences if you have worked with someone in the past and you thought oh my god I completely get it now when she says the word safe I understand it that's exactly what that person was I felt safe to open up about my deepest darkest things that I didn't think I'd be able to share with anyone I felt safe to bring everything forward with them to be able to bring it into the light to be able to work through it transmute it, bring it forward, and likewise, if you've had an experience that was like, ah, that makes sense, why I didn't feel safe with that person, why it didn't feel good when I talked to them, then I would love to hear from you. And I would also love to hear if you've got any questions or any topics that you would like me to cover in the podcast. And as always, if you would like help on your journey, there are a few different options to work with me that I will link down below. And I would love to hear from you. And it would be amazing if you could share this with somebody you think it would help. So I hope you have an amazing December and I will speak to you all in the next one.